Hi, I'm Janet. After years of trying to figure out the film industry, making some gains, only to see them dwindling away, I finally got my shit together and I made $85,000 my first year in the film industry in Los Angeles. Creating a career in film does not need to be a struggle. You can start in your city. I want to teach you my process and teach you how to do it. You'll see that you really can live that extraordinary film lifestyle that only the film industry can provide. Let's go. Episode number seven. Today, we're going to talk about how confidence and failure work together. So here is the process to learn a craft, all right? You want to learn a craft as an actor, as a director, as a DP, as a sound mixer, as a costume designer, as an editor. The process to learn a craft. You get on a set, you learn, and you make some mistakes. You get on a set, you watch somebody else do the job, you see them make mistakes, and you learn. You get on a set, you see somebody else do well, and you're like, I'm going to do that next time. You get on the next set, you're in a new situation, never done it before, you make a mistake, you learn. Another set, another set, another set, mistake, mistake, mistake. You are building the muscle. The muscle is the synapses in your brain that are being formed from all these mistakes that you're making. Even though when you watch other people make mistakes, you're still going to make similar mistakes. You're not going to connect all the dots because you simply have not had enough experiences yet to know that there's a lot of dots here. <laughs> Film industry is extremely creative and every single scene is completely different, different people, different situation. Uh, so there's just a lot of times that you're going to be like, holy shit, that, that caught me off guard. I didn't know that they were going to switch that. I wish I would have done that before. Looking back, you'll be like, oh yeah, you'll think about it a lot because of course film industry means so much to you. You're going to be obsessing on it and thinking about it. And this is why you will be going so fast because you're going to be like in it, adjusting, messing up doing something okay, again, and since you're so obsessed about it, you will be really reflecting on it and you will get better exponentially, exponentially better. But it is going to be through making mistakes simply because you don't know you've never been on all these sets doing that craft. You might have done it amateur wise, but you have not done it as a professional. So that's where all the fun is. That's where all the money is. And that's where you have to learn it is on professional sets because that's where you have the pressure, the stress, there are dollar bills flying out the window every second and it matters. So you want to learn it on professional sets. So by the time that you're on like maybe your 10th shoot now, you're doing that craft and you're getting it into your body. So you don't have to think about all these little things that you were thinking about before. It's just kind of becoming more natural. You still have a lot to learn, but it's getting into your body where it's becoming part of your muscle memory. And by the 20th time, now a lot of the stuff is just like, okay, you know what to do. You walk with purpose. You speak with, your, with a, a good, confident tone of voice. <laughs> yes. And you're really now vibing with people because you feel like, hey, I, I belong. I'm part of this clan. Now you're adding value. You're adding new ideas. And you know that what you're adding is actually a value because you've been on enough sets to now know that, hey, this is a good idea. This is something that we should consider. Do we want to consider this? Do we want to go in this direction? Should we be thinking about that? And um, that's when it starts to get really fun, really fun. And that's confidence, isn't it? Now, you know what you're doing. 
and you're um, you're feeling better and you you feel like you belong and everything. And now you set bigger goals. And of course, then with these big goals, now you risk failure again. But that's okay because the most important thing to you is to be learning. And I love the concept. And I this is how I totally think about it. Stumbling forward. You're stumbling forward. And when you stumble, you make it mean to yourself because you're the most important person for yourself. How you treat yourself is the most important thing. You make it mean that you're proud of yourself, that you got stronger. So when you make a mistake, you stumble forward, you don't know what you're doing, but you do you go even to go, you're like, ah, I got my back. You make it mean something positive, even when you make a mistake and it's not what you wanted. And you and you understand now. It's just like like a little kid, like a little kid that's learning to walk. Like, you know, when the, the reason why they fall all the time when they're like a toddler learning to walk is that they don't have the muscles developed yet. So the muscles literally are being developed by walking and falling down. And then when they stand up, then they use that little leg muscle again. Now they're developing those muscles by falling down and getting up and falling down. There is no other way that they're developing those muscles. So same for you. So you're falling down and then you're you're developing that muscle, getting strong as you get up and then go after it again. So confidence, where does confidence come from? Where does confidence come from? Confidence comes from your willingness to fail in front of other people. You might want to write that one down. Confidence is your willingness to fail in front of other people, which is very scary. And you're willing because you could make a choice to not do something and then you won't be developing the confidence or you're willing to try these things and fail. And that is where the confidence is coming from because you're like, I have done so much stuff. Not all all goes well. I'm not trying to be perfect. And if I do fail, the worst thing that could happen is I learn something because I have my own back and I'm not going to beat myself up. See, most people want to get confidence from their past. They want to say, I'll be confident at something once I've already done, done it a bunch of times. That's when I'm going to be confident at it. And therefore, they don't really want to try new things because, you know, they're not that good at it yet. So they kind of put it off and they procrastinate because they think that confidence comes from once they've done it a bunch of times. But I want to suggest that you should change the definition. You may want to change the definition of confidence to something that you develop. You develop it it by making mistakes. Be willing to fail in front of other people, in front of yourself, in front of the world. And that's how you develop confidence. Because then you've got a nice meaning there that nurtures yourself. And remember... Our MO here is we want to nurture, we want to lovingly nurture our talents. That is our job as we get into the film industry and as we progress in the film industry. Lovingly nurture our talents. Lovingly nurture our mind and our way of thinking about ourselves. It's, it's a pleasant journey. It's, um, it comes from a lot of love for yourself and you are developing that you have to teach yourself what's possible out there teach yourself meaning that you're feeding your mind with the kind of thoughts that is required to get to that goal so you're teaching yourself what is possible 
You're not asking other people because they're going to say, oh, well, this is possible for them. What's possible for you is a whole nother ballgame. It's whatever you decide. So you teach yourself what's possible and the whole time you have your back. So how do we feel that same sense of confidence with something that we've never done before? I mean, like, how do I feel confident if I've never done anything before? You have to find confidence in your future. So how do you find confidence in your future when you're starting out and you're doing stuff that you've never done before? That's a great question. So everything that, just just know this, everything that you're going to be doing, you know that you're going to be like, there's going to be some version of failing and adjustment, failing and adjustment. So your confidence has to come from your ability to fail and adjust, knowing that you can fail and get better every time. That's where it comes from. That's where your confidence comes from. So for me, I've really made this my MO. Like this is the way that I roll. I love change. I love putting myself out there, trying new things. I love to be on my comfort zone. I, I, I thrive on that. I like it. It gives me a sense of accomplishment at the end of the day. Now, while I'm doing it or talking myself into it, I might be suffering a little bit. Like, oh, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I don't really want to get on the edge of my comfort zone. I don't really want to do it. I, I could very well talk myself out of it because there's some discomfort there. Well, that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, the discomfort is something that you train yourself to be like, no, I'm blasting through this because I want the growth. I want to get that sense of accomplishment at the end of the day. I want to feel like I've moved forward towards my goals. So that's why I'm going to push through my comfort zone, even though it's uncomfortable, even though I don't want to, even though it's hard right now, even though there's a million other things that want my time right now, I'm going to focus on this thing, this most important thing that's on the edge of my comfort zone. And usually the stuff that's on the edge of your comfort zone is the most important thing. It is going to give you the biggest benefit from doing that thing because you know that it's hard. And from hard things is how you know who you are. And it allows you to then come into any situation knowing that I've done hard things, I'm used to doing hard things, this is who I am, and bring it. Confidence, right? People feel that on you. Doesn't mean that you're always going to feel confident all the time. You're a human being. You're going to feel all sorts of different things. And we want to feel all sorts of different things as human beings. So that's fine. But there's that understanding that becomes part of your identity where your confidence has come from your ability to fail and knowing that you can fail. You're not trying to do it perfectly and you get better every time. It's worth it. So failure is something that you can look at as you want to include it in your life. You know, it's not something that you want to, it's not something to avoid. Like, I don't want to fail. It's something that you want to be like, come, come. You know, I expect it. I expect I'm pushing my boundaries. I expect to stumble. I expect it to not feel comfortable. I expect discomfort. It's something to pursue failure. And it's something to get very good at failing. Yeah, failure is something to get very good at. I am very good at failing. And I am willing to fail in front of other people. I'm willing to feel humiliation. I'm feel, willing to feel embarrassed. I'm willing to feel like 
I don't know what I'm doing. I'm willing for it to not go well. Because I know that if it's hard, then I want to do it because it will prove to me who I am. And I am somebody that um, wants to continuously accomplish and move forward and stretch who I am. That's part of my identity. You can make a part of your identity too. It's not hard. You just decide. If you do, you're going to be making millions of dollars in this world because it's just a practice and it's got exponential growth to it. Because if you're willing to do that, then that means that every single day you're going to do the most to the to your ability. You're going to be pushing yourself to the most of your ability. And that's why it's exponential because you're just going to keep growing and growing and growing versus most people are shrinking. They don't want to fail. They don't want to do something unless it's perfect. They want to know everything completely before they try. They want to make sure that it's successful. And therefore, they get paid pennies. You know, their life just, and they don't know why. They have no no idea why. But when you're willing to push that comfort zone and do that hard work and, and work with your mind so that you, you make yourself, you inspire yourself to, to do the things that are hard that you don't really want to do, but you know you're going to grow a lot from that, millionaire, multimillionaire, for sure. And it's, it's exponential. I'm a testament to that. It's exactly what I've done. It's exactly what I've done. There's no reason other than that why I'm at where I'm at where I'm at today. I said that kind of funny, but there's no reason, you know, coming from my past, from my low income uh, beginnings with the stuff that I had to overcome, my mental stuff, if anything, all of that stuff, stuff, I made it mean that I've got to work my fucking ass off to get somewhere. So because of that, I did. And then I learned along the way that just keep just trying every single thing you can. If you, you don't have to do it perfectly. If you hit the mark on maybe 10% of it, you've moved forward. It doesn't have to be the whole 90%. It's just like that 10% and then that 10% in another uh, way. And then another 10%. I just keep inching forward that 10% and I keep adjusting. So if you look like an, look at an actor, or if you, if you look at me, <laughs> if you look at me on set, I look so smooth, usually. <laughs> I, you know, it's because I have mastered my job and, and I'm a sound mixer for professional commercials, but I look really smooth. It's because I've been in thousands of shoots and thousands of situations and I know what to do and I have, I've made a lot of mistakes and I bring confidence into doing that job because I'm like, okay, no matter what they throw at me, I'm going to figure it out. So that's what makes me smooth and confident. Same thing for an actor. And when you see an actor that is so smooth and you're like, I don't even know, but they're just like <laughs> so easy for them. They're so talented. We don't see all the hours of preparation and the failures and the not hitting it right and the d massive determination that allows that craft to come out and look just so smooth. Or a comedian, a comedian that's so funny. You know, again, they, they've had so much failure, so much adjustment, has gone thousands of failures, thousands of adjustments, and now they're just so funny. They're so talented. No, I don't think it's true out of anybody. I think that anybody had to really nurture that talent. I do know people that are really funny naturally or really like just talented naturally. But 
they're not making any money in the film industry. No. So it's not just talent. It's it's talent that you nurture lovingly, right? Lovingly nurture your own talent. And then it's being willing to fail and adjust, fail and adjust. You can use the word learning if you want to instead of failure. I, that's the way I really, I'm like, push that envelope and learn something. Grow, inch forward. That, those, are, that, those are the words that I use. Edison said, I did not fail a thousand times. That's the guy that made the light bulb, right? I did not fail a thousand times. I learned a thousand things that didn't work. Okay, so he doesn't, he didn't define it as failure. He's like, I'm just learning. I like the term stumbling forward. That's really me. It's like, okay, I'm going to give it my best shot. And if I hit 10%, great. <laughs> That's the way I think about it. And the 10% is just like 10% was good. The 90% was not the best. But I did it. Oh, gosh, if I could teach you anything, I, I just want you to give yourself permission to do that. For the film industry, too. You think that you have to be so perfect in the film industry. No, no. It's really that same stumbling forward philosophy that makes people good over time. So think about what you want in a way that you are just keep moving towards it. And failure is something that you move towards instead of moving away from. You want failure. You know, failure is a skill that you've got that you're going to develop by doing it all the time and telling yourself, okay, I'll try it. I'm going to hit the 90%. So you're developing that skill in yourself to fail. That's awesome. Okay. By having your back. Uh, and that means that you're going to be thinking about it in this way. Always. Never like, oh, I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid to fail. That's just, a, that's just a sentence in your mind. It's just a thought. And that thought has no upside. Oh, I'm just afraid to fail. As if that means anything. It's just a sentence. So now that you see that that's a sentence, you can just chuck that sentence. Okay. In fact, I'm, what's the opposite of that? I'm excited to try. I'm excited to grow. Okay. Now that thought has a lot of upside. That thought you want to nurture. That's lovingly nurturing your own talent. Okay, so when fear comes up, and it does for me too, and I immediately want to like, oh, I'll do it later, or oh, I got to answer this email, or oh, I should really call this person. I'm like, wait a second, Janet, I'm on to you. All the good things that you have done have come from you just doing it while you had the fear. I don't wait for the fear to go away. I do it while I'm having the fear over and over and over. And maybe with that fear, because that fear is there, maybe sometimes I fuck up. Maybe I don't do it well sometimes, but I've got my own back. I'm like, no, you move forward. And from that is developing my confidence. It works. You should try it. I think you probably have. I think you know what I'm talking about because you guys are successful people and you know that you got good at the sport, you got good at the cooking, you got good at your job, you got good at your craft by being willing to fail and adjust and keep going. The way I think about failure is it is my strategy for success. It really is. It, that, that is what I'm doing. If you're like, 
how does she go so fast in the film industry and develop all these different companies and make all this money, become a multimillionaire from zero and, you know, have all these friends in the film industry and have A-list parties at my house and, um, you know, live in a $3 million house and continue to just go for things like a mofo. It's because of the failure thing. I, I do stuff before I'm ready. I just do stuff. I throw myself into it and I do it for the growth. And um, I tell myself a positive story before I do it so that I feel good about it. And uh, I do feel proud of myself for stumbling forward. Very proud. I love that that's part of my identity. And that's why it's, it's probably one of the most important things I can teach you is if you're doing that, if you're thinking this way, awesome. Keep going. And if you find that you're afraid of failure, well, just start to shift that. Just shift it. It's just a thought. I'm afraid of failure. It doesn't mean anything. Now, here's a different kind of failure that you should not pursue. And this kind of failure is like, it's like, like sabotage. So it's, it's still a failure. Um, and, but this kind of failure comes from like, you know what to do, but you didn't do it. And it was within your comfort zone to do it, but you just didn't do it. You didn't show up. You know, like, here's an example. You might sign up for one of my classes, and then you never come to the class. And then you say, I don't have any time, and it's not the right time, or a bunch of other excuses, whatever it is. But you really wanted to get in the film industry, but I didn't have any time. That's sabotage. So that's a very different kind of failure, because you did not push yourself and move forward. Now, the thoughts that go with this kind of failure, that is not the good kind of failure, is there's something wrong with me, or I'm not worth it, or like this, it's, it's not worth it. I got I got too far to go. You're telling yourself some, a sentence, a thought that is never going to serve you. And it's, you're, you're going to end up with a crappy life because these kind of thoughts make us shrink and then we can't do anything. And then we make it part of our identity. Oh, I, I can't do it. These thoughts are already starting the shrinking situation. Thoughts like nobody's going to like me, or why should I even show up? Things never work anyway. These thoughts, if you think these go like, holy shit, I'm sabotaging myself, and I'm going to have a shitty life. Seriously, you want to scare yourself with that. Because the reason why you're having these thoughts is because of fear. And you want to have the fear of having a shitty life motivate you and then the fear of messing up or things not going perfectly, that's nothing compared to having a shitty life. So just these thoughts here, there's something wrong with me. I'm not worth it. This isn't worth it. Nobody's going to like me. This is just a mismanaged mind. You're just not, or you haven't learned yet to see those as thoughts, not necessarily the truth. There's just thoughts and there's no upside to them. So they don't need to be repeated. There's not something I want to put a lot of energy into. So what you need to do is just do some work ahead of time in your mind when you're about to start something that you know that you might sabotage yourself. Just think about it a little bit ahead of time so that you don't sabotage yourself. And what you should do is you should ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why is it important to me? What's my reason for doing this? And really write it all down so that you know that you're not going to sabotage yourself. No, no, I really want this. Look for your reason for doing it and look for what will happen if you don't do it. 
and then look for all of the bad shit that's going to happen because you didn't do it. Okay. I'm going to shrink. I'm not going to be worth anything. I won't develop my muscle. I won't meet anybody. I will uh, not feel good about myself. I will have anchored in that I'm not good instead of anchoring in that I can fucking do this. And you do this, you look at your why, because when the time comes and you need to take action and you don't want to, you look at your why and you're like, okay, no, this is non-negotiable. I'm doing this. So you, then you, have, you, you write down your own thoughts. I'm going to tell myself I'm worth it. I'm doing it anyway, even though it's discomfort. It's even though it, it doesn't feel good. Even though I might fail, I want the failure. I want the failure. I want the growth. I want to become that person. And it's worth it. Okay, that's what you do with sabotage. Now, here's another one. Okay, what about being confused? So one of the things that we do is we avoid failure by being confused. I don't know. I don't know if it's the right time. I don't know if I should do this. I don't really know what I want to do. I don't really know. All this is, is we are avoiding putting ourselves out there because we're afraid of failure. When we say, I don't know. Because saying, I don't know, I don't know what I want to do with my life. It just gets, it just keeps you and you burn energy in this like zone where you're just kind of spinning on it, but it's very low energy and it's passive energy because you're not actively saying, oh, I'm going to fucking try this. I'm going to try this now. I'm going to try this. You're not saying I'm going to find out. You're saying, I don't know. So we don't want to do that. You want to catch yourself if you're saying, I don't know. And really, the reason why you're afraid of failure, if you're saying, I don't know, is because you think you're going to beat yourself up. Okay, I'll say that a little bit differently. The reason why you're saying, I don't know, is because you don't want to commit to something and fail, because if you fail at it, then you're going to beat yourself up in your mind. And you know that. So that's why you're going to say, I don't know. But you don't have to beat yourself up. If you try something and fail... You can tell yourself a good story like, oh, I just inched ahead that 10%. I'm proud of myself. So don't be afraid of failure because there's nothing to be afraid of. What you tell yourself is all that's going to happen. And then you tell yourself a good story because really people are not noticing failures. You know, they might give you a pointer, hey, do this instead of this, do this and that. And there might be some consequences, but you will get so much further in life if you push it that 10%, that 10%, you know, and you're out there doing that every single day, you're going to get so much further in life than is if you didn't and just said, I don't know, and I'm afraid of failure. Now saying that you're undecided, it's the same thing as saying that I don't know. Saying that you're confused, it's the same thing. It is the sweetest way to avoid failure. Because you're like, Hey, nobody can say anything to me. And I can't even say anything to myself. I can't blame myself. I'm confused. And you stay in a confused state, an undecided state, an I don't know state. And that's your precious time that's passing. It's that time that you could have been using to build your muscle and be foraging forward. Instead, you're staying in kind of that undecided, non-committed state. And it seems like that's okay, but it's not. And you have to 
recognize it and go, hey, the only way I get a great life is I go after things like a mofo. And that requires that I got to be willing to fail. So you definitely need to be on to yourself when you're like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. You're not really trying to figure it out. If you say I'm trying to figure it out, you're trying. And trying is that that's that's also the same thing as I don't know. It's like, uh, uh, uh. it's not committing. It's trying. So instead, what you want to say is like, I'm figuring it out. I'm deciding. I'm going to tell my tr- myself the truth about this. I'm going to decide. I don't know if it's going to be the right decision, but I'm going to decide and start a path. I know it's going to get me somewhere instead of straight towards it. Maybe I go off to the left and over to the right and then back up that way. But I'll be a hell of a lot uh, further along than if I sit in another month of I don't know. A lot of people say, oh, well, I've been following you, Janet, for three years. And now I finally decided to do your program. I'm like, okay, well, you actually decide you decided in a second. You just stayed in that indecision place for three years. And you could be making $500,000 a year by now. If you had done this back when you first found me, you could be a producer. Now you could be an actor on a TV show by now. And I say that only not to make them feel bad, only to put some um, pain and some urgency behind it now. Because if you tend to say, Oh, I don't know, I don't know, you need to train your brain to be like, okay, I'm not fucking doing that anymore. I'm going to decide and go for it. Because that's how I want to roll. That's how I get the great life. Pain and pleasure, man. That's a two Tony Robbins things. Two, two Tony Robbins basis of his work is pain and pleasure. We want to avoid pain and we want to go towards pleasure. And uh, we want to avoid pain, avoid pain. So we use pain to, to motivate ourselves. How you use pain in that case is you use pain to motivate yourself to go out there and do stuff. And then it's very pleasurable then <laughs> when you do stuff and you grow. I mean, there's, this, there's probably nothing more pleasurable than growing, making progress. But you're going to go through sometimes some pain or discomfort along the way. And we expect that because life is 50-50. 50% positive, 50% negative. And if we're okay that with that and we expect that, we're like, okay, that's to be expected. I'm doing stuff I've never done before. Not going to always feel good. So I hope that this has totally changed your mind on the way that you think about failure. I hope that you also feel that I am your biggest failure cheerleader. I am. I am. And I hope that you go out there and do stuff that you like would never have done. Like, holy shit, I'm just going to take a step forward. And, you know, I hope that you say, Janet will be so proud of me. And I will. I will be so proud of you. When you do that, you're going to start feeling confidence. And you're going to be like, damn, I did something that was hard. And make sure that you celebrate those moments and you give yourself credit for those moments. And you lovingly nurture your own talents. Now lovingly nurture the thoughts and your feelings and your actions. Do it with love, knowing that it's discomfort at the same time. But that is a recipe for success. Okay. Well, thank you so much for the great podcast today. And so good to see you guys. So um, have a great day. I'm starting all my shoots now. So I will be on set for the next, I got three shoots starting this week. 
starting tomorrow. Okay, everybody, have a good one. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Thank you, bye-bye. Thanks for listening today. And if you have a moment, could you please leave me a review? I would love that. And make sure you head over to friendsandfilm.com slash join and sign up for my free mini course on what you need to know to find opportunities and start making film and acting work come to you. I'll see you next week.